the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show on this hump day, rolling into the final hour of tonight's Andrea K. Show as we roll in over the hump towards the weekend. Tomorrow is Friday Eve. So looking forward to it. I have actually a birthday to celebrate this weekend, and I just love celebrating people's birthdays. So, um, okay, before the break, I got 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. You can email me at andreakshow.com. We also have a 24-hour hotline. I'm going to give you guys that number a little bit later. So I always check my emails during the show. Just got an email from a listener who says, Rick Dees used to have a segment. I'm wondering if uh, DJ Jalapeno even knows this. She says, Rick Dees used to have a segment on his morning show called Candid Phone. And he would call people and pretend to be someone else and prank them. Do you remember that? I don't doubt that. Yeah. (laughs) We used to have a fun morning show. We used to have, remember Jeff and Jer here in San Diego? They used to do stuff like that. I do. Yeah, I, I used to love that kind of radio. I think we've just become, you know, I think that's one of the things that's that's gone, uh, that's been killed off with wokeness is like prank stuff, you know? I mean, nobody has a sense of humor anymore. And no, I'm not accepting that that proposal was a good old-fashioned prank, okay? That's, that's, that's not an acceptable prank. I don't make fun of crippled people, handicapped people, and I don't like that kind of a prank. Um, but I, I did like prank calls. Um, for We have this War of the Roses thing going on in San Diego on a radio show, and it just broke my heart to hear that somebody said recently they thought it was scripted. Well, I just love that segment. So anyway, uh, there we go about Rick Dees. Um, okay, this is a, a follow. I'm, uh, there was a story that broke a couple of days ago, and I didn't report on it, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because there's been a follow-up to it. Um, you guys know how much one of my passions is about protecting children. And, oh, by the way, we're in the process of trying to get a hold of Financial Thought Dr. Dave Elhoff for his weekly News You Can Use segment. If you guys have been listening for a while, you know he's often busy with his grandchildren in the evenings. And, you know, sometimes it can be hard for me to get a hold of him. I actually do these segments with Dave, and he's kind enough to come on and do it. Because this is about trying to help you guys out, to help you understand uh, how the, what the possibilities are for yourself and for your finances and for your family to kind of try to make the most out of a situation, make the most out of your assets and try to make everything work for you. And he's the best I know. I've known him for years in San Diego. And so that's why we have him come on these segments, but he is very busy. So we're hopefully going to get a hold of financial thought doctor tonight. But if to not, we'll get him on tomorrow night because OPEC made some uh, announcement today in spite of Joe Biden going over and fist bumping with Saudi Arabia and trying to kiss up to them um, while he's destroyed our uh, de- declared war on our energy sector. He was over there sucking up to Saudi Arabia. And OPEC came out today and said, which is, you know, one of uh, which is largely run by Saudi Arabia in the Middle East, came out and said, we're going to cut production. So now we got Joe Biden and we're already, you know, looking at, you know, um, we're already looking at a close to $7 a gallon of gas here. And um, meanwhile, Joe Biden 
instead of going, okay, you know, this is dire straits. Maybe, maybe we might want to, you know, start doing some drilling here in this country. No, no, he's going to try to sell off more of our reserves. And he's gone evidently reportedly to Venezuela to uh, beg them for um, some oil from them. I guess that we would refine here. Can anybody help me understand you, you climate, you climate change hucksters out there, you climate change believers, right? Can you help me understand 888-344-1170? Can you help me understand why it's okay to get oil from Venezuela, but it's not okay to get it from the United States where we can at least be energy independent? Because let me tell you, when we were drilled, when it was drill, drill, drill under the Trump administration and he opened up that Keystone pipeline, what were you paying for a gallon of gas? What were you paying for your groceries? Right. Did you have any problem getting baby shortage? Even in the middle of COVID, even in the middle of shutdowns, we didn't have these problems. Oh, it looks like we finally got a hold of. uh, Thank you. Uh, Just in time, too. All right. We finally got a hold of financial thought doctor. He's tardy. I might have to start going with a demerit system. Let me bring him in here. Hello, financial thought doctor. Hey, Kay, I was expecting to call over the landline. Oh, we were calling the wrong number. Okay. Um, a likely excuse. Okay, but I will happily accept it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was recalling. it wasn't Noah. You uh, didn't have my number. That's mm. quite okay. okay. We can make it work. Well, I'm just glad to have you here with me tonight because I was I was uh, telling the listeners for the break, we were having a little trouble to get a hold of you. I know how busy you are with your grandchildren and that when it comes to the news, you can use segments. This is something we're doing for the listeners to help them out because Absolutely. times are tough. We're almost at a $7 at a gallon of gas, Elhoff. We know why. I We've mean- We've already talked about all of the reasons that have led up to it so far. And then in spite of Joe Biden going hat in hand, fist bumping the, you know, head dudes over in Saudi Arabia, OPEC comes out today and announces that they're going to cut production. And I want to play a clip. I want to play a a clip for the listeners today, if I can make it work. This is from this is what an, an, an economist from ABC News had to say about what this OPEC cut, what it might mean for gas prices. Hang on here, my dear, because I'm in charge of I'm in charge of playing the audio while Skins is out on his honeymoon. So hopefully I'm going to make this work. Certainly this production cut by OPEC does not bode well uh, for the energy crunch that the world continues to experience. You know, I think that we're not going to return to that five dollar nationwide average of gasoline we saw back in June. But the production cuts could definitely put pressure on gas prices and it's really going to come down to regional factors in california for instance mm-hmm. we've had gas there averaging more than six dollars 42 cents a gallon in some areas as high as eight dollars a gallon we could start to see prices there actually come down huh. because some refining mm-hmm. issues in that part of the country uh, has been eased but elsewhere in the northeast the gulf the south we could see gas prices move up by 15 to 30 cents a gallon in just the next few days and we know that that gas prices are a huge factor a huge driver of inflation which continues to be at a 40-year high yeah um by the way i disagree with her gas prices ain't coming down in california elhoff i don't know what i don't know what they smoking over in abc they're still trying to they're still trying to hedge in favor of joe biden but this is this is uh she's correct about one thing gas prices are going to start hiking buku B-O-O-K-O-O, and it's a leading it, it, it's a leading cause of inflation, which is going to skyrocket even more, right? I tell you what, 
it's kind of like this, Andrea. Imagine you've got a Burger King and a McDonald's side by side. Okay. And suddenly McDonald's says, we got all these hamburgers, but we're not going to sell them. Burger King goes, okay, that's great for us. Now we can jack up our prices to do whatever we want. And that's what Biden has put the U.S. energy into. He says, we're not going to produce that awful energy like oil, gas, coal, which is still more efficient than any of the others. I heard a chemical engineer talk about who's worked in the industry for the last 40 years in working in wind energy solar energy, and he says over the last 40 years, it has never penciled out. It still doesn't pencil out. So, folks, if it isn't clear, you got to be blind. <laughs> I mean, there's still people that are believing it. I mean, there's still people that b- believing in this this climate change stuff and that uh, I guess, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would like to think that the polls are inaccurate, that it's not as close as we're seeing in these congressional races coming up in the midterms, that the American people are suffering enough already right now before they're before they get jacked any further in the upcoming days and weeks, that they're ready, that they that they're they've completely wised up to it because Americans are suffering. There was a, a report a few days ago that 60 percent of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. There was another poll that came out with a huge percentage of American people that are eating smaller portions of food and skipping meals. That's where we're at before this OPEC. I would like to think the American people have wised up and that but but we've still got enough people um, on the dole. We've got enough of, of kids coming out of college that are happy to get their student loans paid off. We've got enough limousine liberals out there that are like, hey, I'll pay $10 a gallon of gas, right? Because, you know, uh, like these Hollywood celebrities that got, you know, all kinds of loans they didn't have to pay back on the PPP. I would like to think the American, the average American, though, that there's enough of them that are going to go to the polls and vote these bums out. Um, but I could be wrong. Oh, we both could be wrong. But I tell you what, if it's the American sentiment that people are looking for, you know it's a change because just look out of the vast changes over the last two years since Joe Biden took over. Mm-hmm. I mean, inflation, cost of energy, cost of everything has gone up. He has majored. He has basically be able to butcher mm-hmm. our economy yeah. all on his own, doing all the wrong things. Folks, it's all the wrong things. And yeah, yeah. And now with inflation, one things you one of the things you didn't mention, because of, of the highest inflation in forty something years, the feds are now jacking interest rates to try to slow down demand and all that's gonna do is jack people on the back end, jack us on the on the debt and and because we're now yesterday we reached thirty one trillion dollars in debt. Joe Biden has increased the debt alone in, in not yet two years, four trillion dollars. Mortgages are now up to seven percent, which makes a huge difference in in terms of mortgage payments. Um, and then there was a report. One of the things they've been trying to hang their hat on, Elhoff, financial thought doctor, 
is unemployment. Oh, look, we got all these jobs. We got all these jobs. We got all these jobs. There was a report that came out yesterday um, that job openings have dropped. There, there's there been announcements of layoffs. Um, job openings in August showed the number fell by more than a million positions compared with J- July. That's a huge decline uh, of uh, job openings, isn't it? That was a sucker punch to yeah. the Biden administration. And folks, if you don't understand what that means, it means that we are rushing this economy into a recession. We're not there yet, but it's coming. It's going to be painful. It is not going to be a soft landing. It is not good what's taking place in this. But we can save this, folks. You can save this with the midterm elections coming up. Go out. And vote your pocketbook. That's all you got to do is vote your pocketbook. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just remember what your life was like. Even during COVID with Trump, it was a heck of a lot better. We still had the lowest unemployment for African-Americans in the Hispanic population. We certainly didn't have this crime spree happening across the country. We didn't have food shortages. We weren't paying $7 a gallon of gas in California. And on it, we didn't have $31 trillion in debt. We didn't We didn't have uh, any of this, uh, the the inflation, interest rates. I mean, we, you know, we had the greatest economic recovery that was really quick after Trump took office and 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 we can revive it again we can, because when Trump, because when Trump took office he came off of 8 years of an Obama administration which for the first time in the history of America I think we did not we did not have two consecutive quarters of 3% growth and yet almost immediately Trump turned it around with his low taxation and low regulation policies and not to forget the invasion of our southern borders. Yes. And I'm talking about invasion, folks. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of people are coming out with all kinds of COVID, all kinds of. Uh, uh, well, they're drug, tra- they're drug traffickers, human traffickers. Uh, we, they've found uh, upwards of 100 off the terrorist watch list. And, you know, when we're $30 tr- trillion dollars in debt, we can't afford this. Even if they weren't, even if we didn't have a percentage of them being the, that kind of evil bad guys, we literally can't afford it. We cannot afford It's actually been over $2 million that they found and over 500,000 getaways just in the last two years. That is an invasion, and it's one that we cannot afford from a national security standpoint or an economic one. Let's talk about what people need to do because – the jobs report, when I saw this yesterday or the day before I sent it to you, because it was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Now people are even in a different position with trying to figure out um, because we don't have job security. It's one thing to, you know, now. It's what we're looking at. Um, and that kind of changes things when even more when people are trying to figure out what to do with their money. Right? Yes. I'll tell you what. There's folks you need to listen because I'll tell you what. People who have money, you can protect money. And I can show you strategies that protected growth will beat unprotected growth all day long. And what I mean by that is this, folks, is that every one of you out there that is talking to a broker says, hold on, it'll come back. Hold on, it'll come back. Hold on, it'll come back. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, it doesn't take... A, a degree in money 
to determine that if you're within five to ten years and you have a downturn in the marketplace, it's going to affect your lifestyle. There's a way to protect that growth and not lose everything that you have. And that's what I specialize in is protection, protecting the money you have already. Now, if you're just in the position of building, then I can instruct you on ways to build wealth on a conservative basis without as much risk as what you're normally taking. And that requires some strategies, not products, not mutual funds, mm-hmm. not stocks, not bonds, but strategies. Right. That's the difference with Elhoff. It's about strategy versus, oh, let me put you in this great annuity. Oh, you know, have you thought about a, a life insurance, you know, that, that, that pays, you know, a, 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 in the end? This is about strategy. And a lot of people think that strategy is just for the, for the uber wealthy, but it's not. It's for everybody in Southern Correct. California, if you, particularly if you've got kids, you've got a business, you've got a home that you own, you've got any kind of assets, uh, you know, or, or even if you're, a W-2 worker and you got a 401k, you got to be thinking about strategy um, because um, it, we, we've we even and even when we to turn this around, it's probably going to come. I think a, a Republican controlled Congress can stop some bleeding, but it's really going to come in the form of a Republican president in 2024, which means we've got two years before we can really begin to start completely turning this around. So tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Okay, 619-548-0965, or go to financialthoughtdoctor.com. That's all spelled out, financialthoughtdoctor.com, and respond to me. But 619-548-0965, you'll get the quickest response. And I'll tell you, folks, you need to do something now because we are looking at horrific recession numbers down the road. That's right, and that's why I'm saying it's not going to turn around overnight with with uh, just with these midterms in November. They need strategy now, yeah. um, right? All right, thank you for being here, All financial right. thought God doctor, bless. Fighting Meadows. Appreciate you, my man. God bless you. God bless you too. All right, now you guys stay tuned. Did you hear about the hundred fifteen thousand dollar electric vehicle that went bad on a freeway? <laughs> I love this story so much. Can't wait to share it with you, so don't you go anywhere. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer, San Diego. There's still some believers out there, in spite of facts, in spite of <laughs> evidence. You know, this and this is a story not just about continuing to have hope and the illusion of <laughs> climate change and electric vehicles. It's also a story about people who have more money than common sense. Case in point, Jalapeno. Man buys, and this article comes from, it's been going around. I'm not sure which, which outlet I got it from here. I'd like to give credit where credit's due. Um, I believe this was from Washington Examiner, maybe. Um, I tend to try to find, if there's stories on multiple, at Western Journal, try to find ones that make it easy to print. Because, yeah, I still print articles. Um, okay, so man, he pays $115,000 for a Hummer electric truck. I didn't even know Hummers were still around. Did you know Hummers were still around, Jalapeno? No. That was kind of a thing for a while, right? Remember when the kid from, um, 
I don't remember the name of the show now. Um, what you talking about, Willis? I don't remember the name of that actor. Different Strokes. Different Strokes. He drove around in a Hummer. Um, so anyway, I didn't even know Hummers were still around. This dude paid 115 grand for one for a Hummer electric truck, right? And then pretty much immediately. And what makes the story hilarious is that this dude is actually Roman Mike, Micah or Mika, and he's actually publisher of the website. He's a journalist, the Fast Lane Truck, right? <laughs> so he buys this overly priced $115,000 electric vehicle, EV, and he's out on the road and it just completely goes out on him. Well, of course, him being the, you know, the journalist that he is, he whips out his camera, proceeds to start, you know, videotaping it and vlogging it for his YouTube channel. Um, he, uh, I think he only had put like 250 miles on it before the thing broke down on a highway, completely stranded. Um, I'm not sure how he knows this, but reportedly that it, it, if a police car hadn't shown up right at the right time, he would have been rear-ended. I don't know. He must have seen this happening. I don't know that that was if that was uh, journaled as well. But this thing just completely went out. The shifter wouldn't move. The trunk wouldn't even open. I mean, the thing was just completely um, was completely just dead. Right? He tried to switch, and you can see this on the YouTube channel between two dash-mounted LCD panels. He's trying everything he can to try to reboot. You know, no, nothing works. Um, so then, so then he's got to get it towed, right? Because it's not like AAA. It's not like you could just call AAA because you're out of gas, right? And they're going to come and, and, you know, pop you, bring, bring you a gas can or call your friend or whatever. No, he has to be towed, right? And, um, so then later on, he does a follow-up uh, article on it in which he described the complicated... Here's, here's, here's how they were able to reboot the system. They had to unlock the battery to force a hard... Re- unhook the battery, force a hard reboot of the system while rolling down the windows in a particular sequence while simultaneously stepping on the brake. <laughs> Think about that for a second. I mean, you've got you've got to unhook the battery, and then you've got a sequence that involves you can't just ro- rolling down this window, then this window, then this window while you're stepping on the brake. That's just uh, not. That's just one of the many uh, issues that are involved with this Hummer. Uh, quote: Fortunately, Tommy and Roman were able to drive the vehicle back to the dealer after after they did all that reboot. They were able to drive it back to the to the dealer. And then I don't know what's going to happen from there. Um, Consumer research group, J.D. Power. um, And this is not, I I guess, before I go on with uh, just EVs in general, I guess the Hummer electric vehicle suffers from faulty taillights. That's even and bad software that's triggered a recall, a manufacturer's recall. Um, They also have an issue with recharging the battery. It can take days days for the battery to build up a charge so you better have a backup car that you can be driving around in because you can't count on this thing this is not like you can just plug it in overnight or while you're having a meal right we've got all these like charging stations at the whole foods up there it's like you know it's not like you can go in and eat a mama gooch's or whatever it is while you're charging up your hummer um As Breitbart reported in September, Hoovy's Garage, which which is a YouTube channel with 1.4 million subscribers, posted a video about, quote, the total disaster that come about from testing a new Ford F-150 Lightning electric pickup truck. And I'm not sure if this is the one, the F, there was a, there was a Ford F-150 in Baton Rouge where the sticker price was six figures. 
six would you pay six figures for a Ford F one fifty? No. I'm telling you, this is a story of people that not only have bought into a bunch of climate change nonsense and hoo-ha, but they've got more money than common sense, clearly. Um, There was a story in July that came out that a 17-year-old owner of the 2014 Ford Focus Electric that her parents purchased for her after they buy her this used 2014 Ford Focus. They paid $11,000 for it. Then it needed a new battery, and the new battery cost $14,000. In June... Toyota issued a recall for their first electric vehicle. So there's, it's not just these $115,000 Hummers, right? There's a problem with these EVs. A friend of mine used to drive a Toyota Prius until she needed a new battery, and that was going to cost $6,000, and she couldn't afford it. Consumer research group J.D. Power published a study three months ago indicating that electric vehicle owners are far less satisfied with their cars than uh, are those who own traditional gas-powered vehicles. Well, of course, um, because it's not just unreliability of the battery power, but all, you know, battery uh, powers, but all kinds of they're unreliable at this point. And, you know, what, you know, and and aside from the fact that, you know, maybe you want to have a car that's cute or you want to have a car that's fun to drive. I mean, the most important thing for your for your car should be reliability, right? You should be, you should, your, your primary goal, your most important requirement should be that you, particularly your loved ones and your children who drive are able to go from point A to point B safely. And that includes being able to make it from point A to point B. Can you imagine living in Florida and Hurricane Ian? Anytime we've got evacuations, whether it's to get away, evacuating from fires or, or hurricanes, et cetera, um, even, even if we were to have a new power grid where we've got charging stations along the way, I mean, when it takes hours, five hours, it lets these evacuation routes, sometimes it can take 12 hours, up to 24 hours, like it did at times to get out of Katrina. You can't, you, you know, if you're at a snail pace, you can, you can make it on a tank of gas, but you can on an electric vehicle. just goes to show people buying into nonsense they buy you know so it, it, it there's such an immaturity i think to to liberals and their ability to buy into fantasy and what sounds good on a bumper sticker but they don't have the ability to think beyond what sounds good they don't have the ability to ask the second third and the fourth level implications of an issue and actually contemplate it no they're just so willing to buy into the panic uh coming out of the mouths of like greta thornburg right all right we're going to take a break we come back Here's a story of why you should have absolutely zero trust in the American medical community, in particular, the American Medical Association, as well as the American Pediatrics Association. This is a warning tale for all Americans out there who care about medical care and the restoration of trust in the medical institutions. Stay tuned. We're going to share that story with you when we come back. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Uh, The latest this week is in uh, reminiscent of the National School Board that sent a letter to Merrick Garland complaining about teachers that dared to speak up at school boards. Remember that? And afterwards, uh, in this this National School Association sends this letter to Merrick Garland saying, look, you got to do something about these parents speaking up at these school board meetings because they're threatening us. And you got to stop this. This they're pushing disinformation. They make it hard for us to do our jobs right. So the Merrick Garland opens up his counterterrorism unit, and we actually then have FBI investigations going on. Remember how that happened? Well, that same exact 
tactic and plan and strategy has just been done and used by the American Medical Association and the uh, uh, American Academy of Pediatrics. They actually sent a letter to A.G. Merrick Garland on October 3rd. Um, saying that they represent 270,000 physicians in more than 220 children's hospitals and, quote, we write to urge you to investigate the organizations, individuals, and entities coordinating, provoking, and, quote, carrying out bomb threats and threats of personal violence against children's, children's hospitals and physicians across the U.S. Why are they asking for this? Because what this is about is this is about trying to stop anybody who's questioning or criticizing the gender mutilation practices going on across this country. As more and more journalists, as more and more individuals and citizens and parents are speaking out at school board meetings against the transing of children, going out like in Tennessee where Robbie Starbuck uh, published how Vanderbilt Hospital had actually ad, uh, behind closed doors in meetings talked about how much money was to be made and how much profits they could make off of sex change surgeries on children. Uh, now the Amer- American uh, Medical Association, the AMA and the Pediatrics Association is scrambling trying to stop everybody from speaking up against this brutality, the slaughter of children. Under the guise of threats, same playbook, going to Merrick Garland, pretending that the issue is that they're not able to provide proper health care, that what they call evidence-based health care to children. This is not evidence-based health care. There is no child that needs to be put on off-market hormones to stop nature from taking its course, to permanently ruin their bodies. No child needs to have their uterus removed. No child needs to have their breast removed. No child needs to have their male parts removed. That's not health care. If, if there is a, a great analogy the gays for groomers has been using as they've been speaking up against this practice is that when we have children that are struggling with anorexia, we don't call it anorexia affirming care to allow them to continue to starve themselves. And that's what's going on here. Although it's even worse here because in this case, what's going on across this country with doctors is the recruitment of children into transing, into transgenderism. We're not talking about large percentages of children who, like me, thought a mistake had been made. I've talked about this many times. I've been warning about this. I started warning about this movement five years ago, opening up about my story that I, as a little kid, Actually, until puberty, throughout most of my childhood, thought a mistake had been made, thought I was a boy trapped in a girl's body. And I am grateful that nobody intervened and murdered the woman that I was always meant to be by doing this to me. And it is murder because I was meant like over 90 percent of children that are allowed to go through puberty. They realize when their hormones kick in. That this is just that how they felt in the moment was pre-puberty and now puberty's kicked in. And this is why they're doing this, because they know that if children are allowed to develop naturally, that they don't continue to feel this way. And that's why they're trying to stop it in advance. It's a slaughter of children. It's barbaric. And they're trying to now use the FBI and the Department of Justice as well as big tech, because one of the things that they've asked for is they've asked for 
How did they put it? Our organizations have called on, quote, technology companies to do more to prevent this practice on digital platforms. And we now urge your office to take swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individuals, and entities responsible. They talk about intentional campaign of disinformation. So they want the Department of Justice to start prosecuting people for expressing any concern they have with the, with this practice of what is being done to children. The State Freedom Caucus Network, um, which is a, a, a conservative organization that has established Freedom Caucuses in state legislatures, modeled kind of like out of the Freedom Caucus that Andy Biggs is in the House of Representatives, um, has uh, come out against the AMA and the AAP. They did a letter uh, today. Um, about these groups and said, quote, with your advocacy of childhood genital mutilation, your call to investigate those who disagree with you and your request for big tech to suppress constitutionally protected free speech that challenges your leftist ideology, you have lost whatever credibility you had have, have left. And they are calling for state legislators across this country to continue to pass legislation to protect children. I've said many times, when you become an adult, if you want to live your life as Sally instead of Steve, I don't care. You're not battle ready and should not serve in the military because of all the things that a body has to go through, which makes you not ready to be ba- to, to, to be battle ready. And no taxpayer should have to pay for it. But if you want to do that as your and, and on top of no taxpayer having to pay for it, nobody should be forced to call you a certain program no, pronoun. Nobody should be forced to say that you've changed your gender when you haven't. But you live your life how you want. But what's going on against children in this country is is barbaric. It's a war. And good people will stand up and protect them. And if you had any any doubt at all about whether or not you should trust a doctor. You should uh, you should know not to at this point. I think it's time we don't have we don't because of our system and the way how messed it up it is. We don't have a whole lot of freedom to pick and choose our doctors these days. Um, But let me tell you, I wouldn't be taking any advice from doctor in any I'd be questioning my doctor and certainly as a parent if you've got a pediatrician I would be wanting to know where my pediatrician stood on this issue speaking of children we got a crazy story out of New York to tell you guys about I posted it on the social there's two gay attorneys who are married that think that they've got a constitutional right apparently to have access to a uterus because why should they be denied the right to have children do you think they're entitled to a uterus and to have that uterus rented at taxpayers' expense? We're going to talk about that when we come back. Andrea K. telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Okay, going quickly to um, read some emails. Um, email from a listener. I can't read the first line of it, but I love it. Um, this is in response to the story about Alec Baldwin. Figured he'd get away uh, with the murder. This is disgusting. It's looking like there was a plan all along. Shame on the husband and the gall to go ahead with the picture. True. Uh, she says, I must be watching too many shows about the evil husband. It's <laughs> Yeah, I watch a lot of Lifetime Movie Network movies, uh, Dateline NBC, 48 Hours Mysteries, 2020, as well as the TV show Snapped, which is legendary. Um, he's not necessarily out of the woods the district attorney after today's settlement was announced this was a civil case after today's settlement was announced the district attorney 
in New Mexico came out and said this doesn't have anything to do or any effect on the decision for any criminal charges that might be pending. So I'm thinking it's likely Alec Baldwin will be charged criminally. I don't think it's going to be as high as it should be, which would be negligent homicide. I will tell you one of the things I meant to say earlier was I was disappointed with a couple of, quote, conservative outlets that um, had under the Chiron, like on the stream, they had, I'm going to paraphrase, I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but Alec Baldwin reaches a settlement with the husband of the woman who died from the gun that was in Alec Baldwin's hand. That's almost word for word what one of the, I think it was Newsmax or Real America's Voice, actually both of them had had descriptions like that as though as though Alec Baldwin didn't just happen to be holding this gun and the, the gun just went off. I mean, it, the way it was written was so obsequious to Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is responsible for her death. The gun did not go off by itself. No conservative outlet should be describing this woman's death in that manner. Whether or not he gets charged, he is responsible for her death. Whether or not, if, even if you want to just consider it an accident. I was very disappointed in conservatives and those media outlets today. And I think it's because so worried about lawsuits. So You don't have to say that he murdered her. You don't have to call it murder. But it was just really dumb. Okay, quickly, there was a gay couple, these two men. Corey Briskin and his husband, Nicholas uh, Magipinto, who are lawyers who have filed a lawsuit because they claim that um, they're basically have a constitutional right to be parents and that um, evidently um, uh, they feel that um, in spite of hashtag science, that they're not entitled to a baby because for um, it to happen naturally, it takes man and woman and woman has a uterus to make a baby. And they feel entitled to parenthood saying that they should be able to have children and they filed a lawsuit to grant them access to have the state pay for them to have a woman as a surrogate make a baby for them. You're not entitled to access to a uterus, and you're certainly not entitled to taxpayers' money to rent it for you. That's my thoughts on that story. And we will see you tomorrow night on Friday Eve. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 